Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the News Update Show. Tons of news coming out of Santa Clara, of course. Huge victory for the 49ers against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But there were residual effects from that battle. And we've seen Debo Samuel go down. After the game, we started hearing about other players, including Brock Purdy, dealing with something as well. And there was a ton of MRIs that were going down today. And the, the news has come out, and some of it is very promising for the San Francisco 49ers. Good injury news is always what you, what you want to hear from the 49ers, and it all starts with Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel's MRI revealed, uh, Kyle Shannon kind of alluded to it last night, that it was going to be a high ankle sprain. They threw in a MCL sprain as well. But the news coming from the 49ers camp, according to Adam Schefter, Matt Mayoko, and plenty of others, is that Debo Samuel not only will be ready for the playoffs, but should return during the regular season, which is crazy to think after you see that injury that Debo Samuel is dealing with. Uh, you saw him get folded up. It did not look good, but Debo Samuel is going to be able to play a significant role in the 49ers playoff hunt and potentially the end of the regular season. Of course, he will not play Thursday against the Seattle Seahawks, the most pivotal game on the 49ers remaining schedule. A win gets them into the playoffs as the divisional winner winning the NFC West would mean the 49ers pretty much secure at least the three seed in the playoffs with beating Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of course, the Falcons or a team like that could come on, but they'd have to make up over four games. I think the 49ers feel pretty secure with their situation and winning against Seattle. It gets it done. And then your only eyes could potentially be on Minnesota and that two seed. So it's good. Uh, it's good news for the San Francisco 49ers, Debo Samuel is very happy about this outcome. Overall, he knows he dodged a bullet. And then when it comes to the quarterback, 
it seems like quarterbacks and injuries has been a big thing. And when the oblique of uh, Brock Purdy came into question, there was already thoughts that maybe he wasn't going to be able to play. Kyle Shanahan said after the game, of course, that Brock Purdy didn't come out because of the injury. He could have finished the game, and that's what Brock Purdy said as well. Well, they went ahead and got an MRI on Brock Purdy, and they believe that he is okay. He's he's going to be day-to-day, and he's probably going to have limited participation during the week. Of course, Kyle Shanahan has already came out and said there will be no full speed practices this week as the 49ers look to get healthy. It's all going to be about getting rest and getting healthy in preparation for a huge divisional matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. They need Brock Purdy, and it looks like as long as Brock Purdy is going to be able to manage his, you know, the pain, he's going to be able to play in this game. And the injury actually occurred during the second drive when he scrambled up the right sideline and dove for a first down. Of course, the play got called back for holding, but Brock Purdy gave that effort and then played the remainder of the game with a strained oblique, which is difficult when you're going to throw. Throwing the football, especially if it's the left oblique like that, you're going to engage that when you torque and throw the football. So as long as Brock is able to manage it, he's going to get some good treatment, and hopefully he's going to be healthy and ready to go for the San Francisco 49ers. When it comes to a couple of the other positions along the way, another one was starting defensive tackle Kevin Givens, where the 49ers just were dealing with Hassan Ridgeway having an MCL sprain, just I'm sorry, a pectoral uh, injury just last week. Kevin Givens is dealing with the MCL sprain. Kevin Givens is going to miss a few weeks, so it must not be as significant as a lot of the other MCL sprains that we've seen from Elijah Mitchell and from other um, players this year. MCL sprains have been pretty consistent for a lot of these teams and or a lot of these players on the team. And Kevin Givens is going to miss a few weeks. But the good news is, if it's a few weeks, he more than likely is going to come back at some time during the regular season as well. So the 49ers won't. You'll be missing Givens for a long period of time, but it's going to put a tremendous amount of strain on that 49ers interior defensive line. They're already going to be, you know, down Hassan Ridgeway. They've been down Javon Kinlaw. Eric Armstead came back, uh, but they've been relying on players like T.Y. McGill to come in there and help out. I thought the 49ers D-line did pretty good. Kerry Hyder stepped up, and he played well uh, as well. But there's also talk about uh, Kerry Hyder because Kerry Hyder was dealing with an ankle, and that was a little bit scary um, for that. But Kyle Shanahan said about Kerry Hyder, uh, he said, I feel optimistic about Kerry, just talking to him after the game and everything. Uh, I believe if the score was different, he could have been able to go back in. So I think that's a good sign. Uh, and then he said, but I expect Kevin Givens to be a little bit more of time, hoping it's just an MCL, but obviously we got to wait and see. And that was what he said before. So good news on the Kerry Hyder front. Looks like Kerry Hyder is going to be available for the game for Seattle. I'm sure he really wants that after playing in Seattle last season. And then we're going to have to wait a little bit of time on Kevin Givens. But if we would have been without Kerry Hyder and Kevin Givens, it could have put that defensive line in a very stressful situation. Hyder could be slotted to start next to Eric Armstead in this game as long as he's healthy and ready to go. So that defensive line dealing with some injuries and the 49ers secondary is dealing with some injuries too. Because Dante Johnson is dealing with a little bit of a a problem. Is that he tore his ACL and he's going to be done for the year. Uh, Dante Johnson has been a player that the Forge have counted on. He's almost been with the team you know, for 10 years overall. And they brought him up to play special teams in this game to be a backup safety in place of Tarverius Moore. 
and now his season has come to an end. The 49ers will officially put him on IR uh, during this week and free up a roster spot on the practice squad. But tough break for Dante Johnson, a guy that has been somebody the 49ers could count on. He was huge and pivotal in the 49ers making the playoffs last year and a veteran that was nice to be able to call upon if needed. And so Dante Johnson done for the year with an ACL tear. Unfortunate for him. Hopefully he has a quick recovery um, and is able to go out in different terms. And maybe he can come back next year and help out a football team. Even And it could be the 49ers. Uh, he's just been a part of this roster for so long. It's unfortunate to see a good guy like Dante Johnson go down. Also in the secondary, Samuel Womack is in concussion protocol. So Sam Womack is going to be out Thursday. Kyle Shanahan has already ruled him out. So he will not be playing. So the 49ers are going to be down a cornerback. And, uh, you know, a lot of people had questions about Diameter Lenore, but Lenore was okay after the game, not a part of the injury report. So the 49ers still have their two starting corners and their nickel corner in Jimmy Ward. So nothing is going to change with the starters. But Samuel Womack is normally the first guy in, and he's not going to be that guy. You throw in the fact that Ombre Thomas was dealing with a little bit of an ankle. And you've got a, a lot of question marks surrounding that secondary. And with Samuel Womack not being there, you're missing one of the most versatile corners that you have. He's able to play in the nickel. He's able to play on the outside. And I think the 49ers felt comfortable if something happened with him going in. So what that could mean is that we're going to see, the fir for the first time, Janoris Jackrabbit Jenkins. Uh, it looks like Janoris Jenkins is going to be probably elevated from the practice squad for this game against Seattle, he has the versatility to play outside and inside, and he's a good man cover guy. So looks like the signing of Jenkins could pay dividends in this matchup against the Seattle Seahawks, and they could need him. It's going to be a tough battle. You got DK Metcalf. You got Tyler Lockett. They've got a lot of ability and talent, and Marquise Goodwin has been coming on late, and that's a lot of speed. So the 49ers secondary is going to be tested, but it looks like John Lynch in this uh, regime has insulated themselves just in case once Jason Verrett was no longer you know, an answer, they went with Janoris Jenkins, and now Jenkins could potentially help this team in their playoff run. So we'll, we'll monitor that, but I expect him to get elevated before Thursday's game. And then great news coming from the San Francisco 49ers is that Javon Kinlaw, it looks like Javon Kinlaw is going to get his practice window opened after the Seattle Seahawks game. The 49ers and Kyle Shanahan mentioned they could plan to open up Kinlaw's practice window the Monday following the Seattle Seahawks game. Kinlaw has been out for a long time. He's been on the IR. There have been question marks whether he was going to return this season or not. They have two open spots to come off the IR. The thought process is once Elijah Mitchell got put on the IR, him and Javon Kinlaw would be the two players brought back. And now it seems that that is going to be the case. So Kinlaw's practice window is going to open next monday um we'll see if if that sticks if they stick to that plan but it makes a lot of sense seattle is the last time the 49ers play on turf uh now they will play at vegas which is gr a grass field it's a short trip so he he probably could be able to handle that as far as the airplane ride and then also they play at home against arizona to end the season followed by a home playoff game because they're going to secure and win this division here in the next couple of weeks so that means Javon Kinlaw doesn't have to play on turf, which is really good for that knee. He doesn't have to travel very far, which is very good for that knee. And it's all about making sure Javon Kinlaw is ready for this stretch run and they can use him with Kevin Givens potentially out for a few weeks. You have Hassan Ridgeway out for six to eight weeks. Both of those players should be able to help the 49ers during their playoff run. 
But if Javon Kinlaw is back healthy and ready to go, you have a full defensive rotation on the interior defensive line. And in the playoffs, it's all about stopping the run. And it doesn't get much better than stopping the run than Armstead and Javon Kinlaw together, especially if you're going to have Kevin Givens and Hassan Ridgeway coming in as part of that backup rotation. That means Kerry Hyder goes back to more of his hybrid role of playing, you know, the edge rusher and playing inside, depending on situation. That is great news for the 49ers rotation and great news for this 49ers team overall, where there has been questions about the potential of you know, Javon Kinlaw being able to go ahead and, and practice and play. Um, so the San Francisco 49ers look like they're getting it going in the right direction with some of these injuries. Uh, but there's going to be, you know, some things going on this week. The media schedule uh, and the practice schedule is a little bit different. But this is what it looks like uh, on Tuesday. The San Francisco 49ers are going to have a press conference from Kyle Shanahan and D'Amico Ryan, so that's a little bit different than normal. They're not usually on the same day, and they're going to practice at 518. So the game, of course, in Seattle with a 515 kickoff, 49ers are going to get used to playing and practicing you know, with a 518 practice. I fully expect that to be at Levi Stadium uh, to use the lights there. So the 49ers are going to mimic that, Then they're not going to have practice on Wednesday. Um, there's going to be no media availability, and then that's a travel day, and then Thursday they're playing. So this is a short week. 49ers are, are, it's all about rest. It's all about going nice and easy. Uh, just making sure you understand going through the walkthroughs and understanding you know the scheme and what you're supposed to do for this football game. And then you strap them up. And then after that, you get a nice break until Christmas Eve uh, as far as games go. So you get like a little bit of a mini buy there for the 49ers. And that will pay huge dividends uh, for this team down the road as far as they will be healthy against the Washington Commanders on December 24th. So the 49ers with an interesting week, some optimistic news about injuries. Of course, unfortunately, we did lose one player for the season in Dante Johnson, but it appears everyone else dodged a bullet and has the potential to come back and help this football team. Uh, great news for the 49ers. Hopefully Brock Purdy uh, is able to go against the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday. But thank you all so much for watching. If you have the opportunity to like the video, comment, ask me any questions that you would like to ask. Uh, also, please subscribe if you haven't already. If you enjoy these news updates, I really appreciate it. Thank you all for watching the show. Remember to stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.